Coming up on Podcast 1655, the VWID models crack half a million sales. Stick around and I'll tell you all about that. Also on the show today, we spy the VWID Aero, or whatever it's going to be called. Polestar 2 gets a special edition, and what on earth is a single-stack, full-self-driving beta? Oh, I hope today to find out myself on the podcast. Those stories and a lot more to discuss. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening in the world. It's EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information. For what happened on Tuesday, 15th of November, my name is Martin Lee, going through every EV story so you don't have to. It's been a busy day for EV News. Uh, We'll start with that headline story, Volkswagen on track with the electrification of their vehicle fleet a year earlier than planned. They've hit the big milestone of half a million vehicles in the ID series sold. Since the first ID models were handed over to customers, they were the ID3, if you remember. And that was September 2020. It's a two full years ago that the first customers got those ID3s. Volkswagen has now delivered 500,000 vehicles in the ID family, despite, they say, despite persistent strains on their supply chain. Well, the order bank at VW, they say, remains high. And I quote, we are doing our utmost to deliver the 135,000 IDs on order to our customers as quickly as possible. However, due to the persistently strained situation as regards to the supply of parts, we are repeatedly having to adjust production, end quote. Well, Volkswagen will only make EVs in Europe from 2033 by 2030, all electric vehicles will be at least 70% of what they sell, they say, at least in Europe. Now, in the US and China, it's different. They're targeting, they say, a minimum EV share of 50%. But we'll see how that adoption curve goes. I don't know. I just think it could be uh, it could happen a little bit quicker than people think. I'm not so sure. Volkswagen is launching 10 new EVs by 2026 from the entry-level uh, e-car. Uh, something to drive around the city with a €25,000 price tag. Uh, the new flagship Aero B, which we'll talk about next. The ID family, they say, is a trailblazer in terms of software integration. <laughs> yeah, VW, I'm on board with the ID cars, but I'm not on board with them putting out a press release saying that they are a trailblazer of software integration. The software is arguably the worst part of the ID vehicles. Not terrible by any means. It's just, compared to Tesla compared to the best out there, it's just okay. I mean, it's a solid 7 out of 10, isn't it? It's not, you think, oh, this is like wading through treacle. It's kind of snappy. It's okay. The icon's all right. The artwork is okay. But in no way is it a trailblazer in the EV world in terms of software. It's good. It's solid. But it's not a trailblazer. Uh, I wonder, you know, when you see stuff like that written in press releases, I wonder, do they genuinely believe it? Do they genuinely believe, wow, guys, hey, guys and girls, our software... It's amazing. Or do they just put that because whoever writes the press release thinks that's what their boss wants to read? Is it backside covering? I don't know. Right, let's talk a little bit about the VW ID Aero. Spied again with a big central touchscreen. Previewed as the ID Aero concept last summer, Volkswagen's upcoming midsize sedan. I think this will be in um, estate car form as well. Has once, been, once again been spotted, this time charging at an Ionity station. Uh, I reckon it could be called the ID7, but we'll wait and see. It is basically the Arteon 
a, a direct replacement the VW Arteon. The dashboard is uh, pretty much what you'd expect from an ID car. Uh, well, from what we can see of it, because some of it's covered in cloth. But that uh, the, the the steering wheel, it, it's hard to get a decent shot of. Uh, but the centre screen is definitely bigger. 100% I reckon that looks bigger, because it's a big vehicle anyway, and that screen looks pretty massive inside it. So even bigger than the ID4 or the bars or whatever, I think they've gone a step up with this vehicle. And, of course, the steering wheels, we know with the refreshed version of the ID3, 4, etc., they're going to go back to physical buttons. Hallelujah, VW, hallelujah, uh, from the high-gloss uh, swipey-swipey buttons, which are horrible. So I don't know whether this will come with it. You'd hope so. Also, uh, the seats look quite sporty. There's a big high-centre tunnel. There's gloss black trim on the door panels. And... In looking at the ID7, whatever you want to call it, ID Aero, uh, this is probably going to be up against a Model 3 or a Hyundai Ioniq 6, you would think. I don't think they're going to go much more luxurious. It won't be a Model S competitor. It's not that big. Uh, and let's hope that we see a touring version or an estate or a wagon, whatever you want to call it. Now let's talk special editions. Polestar 2 special edition uh, is called the BST. And it's a special limited edition of the Polestar 2, a car I very, very highly rate, by the way. So it starts with the top-of-the-shop Polestar 2, so dual motor. And then the 270 in the name, it's called Edition 270, is because of the production run they're doing of it. And the BST in it, according to Car and Driver, is a nod to the internal code name that they were working with, which was Beast Mode, or Beast Development Mode. So, uh, okay, I'll go with that. Uh, for the money, for $76,000, uh, $77,000, actually, uh, then the Beast Mode Polestar 2 has everything loaded on, the Pilot Pack, Plus Pack, Performance Pack, 469 horsepower, upgraded Brembo brakes, 21-inch forged wheels on Pirelli P0s, front struts, uh, lower ride heights, well, the body cladding is body painted, and uh, black mirrors as well. Looks very cool. They've added these O-Lines dampers with adjustable up uh, settings. And so they say, car and driver says, when we drove it, our, our BST, our Polestar 2, uh, the dampers were set to uh, a scale of 7 on the adjustment scale. Now, there's 22 different damper settings. This is a real performance car. And if you're thinking, all right, you've sold me. I don't intend to, by the way. I never want to sell you anything on this podcast. Uh, well, you're out of luck because all 270 of them have been spoken for, which makes you wonder, why would they even do this? And maybe the answer is because there's more performance stuff heading down the pipeline with Polestar. And they're just honing a few things. That would be interesting. Some proper hot EVs. Mm, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm doing two and two equals five again. I normally am. Right, let's move on. Okay, let's talk about Tesla full self-driving FSD beta single stack. Let's work out what on earth that means. As you know, I'm not a hardcore Tesla fanboy, but I want to understand it because they are the most important name in EVs. Um, but I'm not hanging on every one of Elon's tweets, if that makes sense. Hopefully, I'm somewhere in the middle. And uh, Tesla released FSD beta version 11 over the uh, last few days. Partial release notes of V11 confirm that this is the single stack update that testers have been waiting for Tesla. 
Tumblr. So let me try and explain that and why this could be potentially good news. Um, that it enables FSD beta on highways. It unifies, so it brings together the vision and planning of the highway and city streets, replacing all the legacy code, if you like, and the way that it, it works, which is four years old now, over four years old. Um, the legacy highway stack, as they call it, a stack of code in software. Um, the legacy bit uh, still relies on several single camera and what they call single frame networks and it was set up to handle lane specific maneuvers which was fine all those years ago however uh, that has changed and so they have got some new technology and uh, new ways of writing the code when it all kind of operates in one pot let me try and explain this as far as i understand it and if you make a hardcore tesla and i get this wrong feel free to email me and you're an idiot you got it completely wrong uh, my address is hello at evnewsdaily.com so as far as i understand uh, it kind of works in three pots if you like the first small pot is summon uh, in terms of code in terms of how it works and uh, summon i don't know anyone that has used that more than the novelty of the very first time and never ever used it again so we'll ignore summon and smart summon. Um, let's talk about when your car drives around on FSD beta city streets. That is one set of code that lives in a pot. And then on navigate on autopilot when your car is on the highway, I gather that all that code, you know, staying in the lane, changing lanes, etc., is all the legacy stuff which exists in a different pot of coding. And effectively, uh, what they do is that uh, when you go onto a highway and you on the on ramp or the off ramp, it takes one pot off the stove and puts another one on. And so it says, right, I'm finished with this. I'm on the on-ramp, off-ramp, and now I'm going to go on to this. And it's all seamless, but they all work independently and separately. And this new system they've been working on uh, brings it all together and unifies it, which does sound good. Uh, there is a new network called the Tesla Occupancy Network, and that determines in any 3D location around the car if that location is drivable or not. So... And I'm surprised that it doesn't do this already. This is one of my. This is in the release notes. And I thought, well, hang on, shouldn't the cars do that already? Know what's around them, and you know you're boasting that it now knows what's around them. Okay, whatever. Um, but improvements to the collision avoidance are expected uh, because if it knows it can move into the next lane quicker, I guess. Uh, if a car suddenly swerves into your lane or does a manoeuvre, the car can react and hopefully save accidents. The best kind of accident is no accident. That sounds like a, a quote that, that doesn't like an Elon Musk tweet, doesn't it? The best accident is no accident. And I, I don't know. Of course, that's kind of obvious. And Tesla have deployed a bunch of batteries onto the roads worldwide uh, from the beginning of last year to now, according to Green Car Congress, over the last year and a half or so from Jan 2021. Heck, almost two years. Tesla deployed 133 gigawatt hours of batteries onto the roads inside their cars. That's double the amount of their competitor, BYD. And why do I bring this story up? This is according to Adamas Intelligence, because I've been telling you a lot recently how BYD is now the world's number one, how BYD are beating Tesla, how BYD sales are, are, are far above Tesla. Yes, and a lot of their cars are plug-in hybrids and cheaper as well. So, Tesla, yes, maybe knocked into second place in the charts now, and BYD doing exceptionally well. But if you look at the batteries that have gone on the roads, Tesla twice as many because their cars are more expensive, bigger, bigger battery packs. Uh, they also say that last month in September, Tesla delivered 190,000 vehicles. I don't know how Adamas Intelligence have worked that out because Tesla don't make that public. But I guess there's plenty of data points they can pick from. 
Ah, we'll find out sooner or later, (laughs) you know. Actually, we won't get the monthly data ever from Tesla, but we'll see. Uh, Right, coming up on the podcast very soon, uh, we'll have a look at Neo's third generation of battery swap stations and why a very famous name in charging manufacturing uh, might be extending their factories to the United States. Stick around, those stories are on the way. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about Innobat. That's a battery maker uh, for electric vehicles, and they're Slovakian. They said yesterday that they will uh, have signed a deal with the Serbian government to build an EV battery factory in the Balkland country. Uh, 32 gigawatt hours will be the capacity, according to Reuters. The plant will open with an initial capacity in two years of four gigawatt hours. They want to build a gigafactory in Western Europe and one in Eastern Europe. Last month, they signed a deal with Spain. So that sounds like the two lined up, Spain and a Serbia in a bat will open their 45 gigawatt hour pilot line. Sorry, the pilot line is 45 megawatt hours. Careful. Uh, so there's a pilot line of 45 megawatt hours first ahead of the 32 gigawatt hours, uh, which will eventually produce. Now, EV motorcycles are taking charge at the G20 summit. Electric motorcycles are being used by VIPs in motorcades to escort the delegates from the uh, various venues to the summit. The G20 summit is being held in Bali, where the president is calling for 100% of the government's transportation used during G20 to be all electric, in addition to EV cars, high-profile EV Two-wheeler companies have been called on, the likes of Zero Motorcycles, Anajika, Gagoro and Niu. Electric scooters are growing in popularity too in Indonesia, uh, a country that doesn't really get talked about in terms of EV adoption. Uh, We tend to focus on the obvious places. But yes, Indonesia, massively populous country. What is it, 270 million people or something uh, live on all those islands? And apart from in the main popular centres of Indonesia, so spread out, of course, but um, not needing four-wheel EVs, but two-wheel EVs to replace all of the combustion stuff, or even, you know, to electrify maybe what would have been a push bike or something, then really, really important. Now, new patents show the details of NEO's third-gen battery swap stations, uh, another improvement on what is existing on the road right now to show that NEO have no intent on slowing down their development of their battery swap stations. Uh, they new patents say that they can store 22 battery packs. The initial 200 battery swap stations were the first-gen ones. They stored five battery packs and could do 120 swaps a day. Then the current technologies out there, uh, they store 13 batteries and they can swap 312 a day. And now we think that the new, they're just a patent application, but the new third-gen Neo stuff will do 22 battery packs and uh, obviously much greater capacity for battery swapping. No sign of slowing down there. Great news. Right. Kempower are a famous name from Finland, making high-speed chargers, and they're looking to enter the US market because of the recent incentives, uh, lucrative uh, money uh, incentives. Uh, the executive officer, chief, chief executive officer, uh, Tommy Aristimaki saying you have to be in the game when the market shares are being allocated within the program. We have recruitment plans ready for the US and the first wave of recruitments is now starting. And finally in Ireland, they're going to get rapid charging hubs by SSE. The Irish utility SSE is investing 35 million euros in 30 high power charging hubs across Ireland over the next four years. Uh, They plan 300 hubs in the UK in total by 2027. Each ultra-rapid bay will have 150 kilowatt charging at least. A study last year 
by the UK's Association for Renewable Energy and Clean Technology found that Ireland ranked joint last in implementing high-powered charging infrastructure. Link to that story in Electrive in the show notes. That's your podcast for today. Uh, Thank you very much to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of the Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland and Aloha Charge in Hawaii, Derek Riley in the EV Review Island YouTube channel, also Richard at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK, Octopus Electric Universe, making public charging simple with one map and one app. Hi to the guys at milbrookcottages.co.uk. Book yourself a five-star luxury break in Devon and charge your EV while you're there. And our newest sponsor, Lease Plan Electric Moments. They're going to be on the podcast the next couple of weeks talking about uh, leasing EVs. All the tools and guidance that EV drivers need. Have a good and see tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid. <laughs>